Welcome to Know Your Audience, a marketing mini-cast that explores how knowing an audience can unlock greater insight. In this episode, Paul further elaborates on the audience-first strategy approach and highlights how we can see greater efficiency in terms of reach to an audience using what he calls the Ripple Framework. We've talked very philosophically about how we think about audience and how we think about this this flywheel and how we think about bringing it all together and making it work. Let's get down to the nuts and bolts. Yeah. How do I actually do this? And that I think is the, could be literally hundred million dollar question because by, by doing this audience first planning or audience first strategy or wherever, wherever you come from, you might apply those words differently in marketing. It, it really is about, getting greater efficiency to reach an audience in a better way, right? And we've discussed that a lot. And and really, we have a really simple way at DA of doing this. Um, it underpins everything that we do. We call it our Ripple framework. But basically, what, what it is, it's just a series of steps. Anyone can do it. It's about identifying. So who's interested in your brand and product? Not by searching for your brand or product. Eliminate that bias. Look for your category. Look for the occasion. Like take a step back. And, and not try and, you know, there's always a challenge to narrow a funnel down to, you know, get a tiny group of audience and uh, who are the super users? And, no. Look at an occasion if it's a food company, for example. Give us a give us a, a practical example. Well, I think one example we gave in an early episode is, is breakfast and I think it's a really strong thing. Um, I think if you're in, in, in a food category, it makes complete sense to rather than look for your food or product or name, to look at an occasion that you're wanting to sort of be within or maybe you're struggling to get some penetration in that occasion. Obviously, you know, there's certain elements and limits to this because in in a lot of ways, if you're trying to apply this as a a personal care brand, maybe like an extreme example would be deodorant. I'm not necessarily going to start sharing or talking about deodorant, right? It's just natural. It's a personal, very personal thing. But what I can do is I can understand certain drivers. So if I'm, if I'm really, if I'm making an audience, if I'm making a deodorant for an active audience, so people who are active in say running or, you know, it's a special, I don't know, (laughs) just making up stuff here. But if it was within that kind of, then understanding who that audience is, is where you look rather than an occasion. So I'm not necessarily looking for when someone's rolling it on or spraying it on. I'm looking for well, what are their biggest challenges as an athlete or a starting athlete or something like that. Or if I'm looking at, you know, and then I, what I can do from that is really start to understand who they are, how they behave, what their personality is like. So you can start to apply different, um, through artificial intelligence, you can start to apply various personality models. And that enables us to better understand how someone might respond to certain ways of saying things. So ad copy, imagery, how they can be, how you can start to use nudges to start to change that pattern of behavior. So really identifying that audience can come in really different ways. So you could be looking really specifically at an audience or at something really popular like a beauty, then you'd be talking about a very specific audience about who's interested in something. But you can also take that huge, like the deodorant example I gave, you can take a step back and look at an entire set of people and go, okay, what are they interested in? And what might they be interested in what I have to sell them? And then monitor. So what are they doing? 
how, what does a day look like? What does what type of content do they engage with? Who do they follow? And then start to track. So then look at a topic and what's the footprint of that topic. So an example I gave just then about deodorant, like for instance about the specific type of athlete or active person or inactive, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Like what what's driving people in that topic? What are they interested in? That begins, you know, you can start to then start to see the, the numbers sort of, you know, starting to fit a picture, right? You can, it's like painting by numbers almost and filling in the colors. And then once you've built that audience, it's about segmentation. So try and try and segment. So what are, what are different people interested in at different times? That could be separated by demographic, age or gender or, 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 or it could be topics. Okay. And it could be people who run versus people who lift weights or something, you know, like in that example. So, so you could literally, as you're working through this planning stage and as you're looking at this data, you could break it up simultaneously as you're talking about for observation purposes so that you can start to get a sense of things. You could have it broken up 10 different ways. Oh, yeah. And, and 20 different ways. It, yeah. You know, and, and, and this is the important thing about not having a preconceived idea when you go into it because you'll discover things and that discovery leads you to go, well, we were totally going to segment this by by gender within a certain age group but actually there's this group out here on the far scale that first of all you know they have the monetary means for our product they're underserved and all that sort of thing and you go well, what are they interested in well, they're really interested in something a lot different to what i've been doing but this other competitor actually that's where they've that's where that's how they've positioned you can unlock these things without actually needing to go out and do specific field research or, or, or buy like super expensive data sets from the big, you know, research firms about patterns of buying and all that sort of thing. So you segment them, you deep dive and you start to get into, well, are there different audiences present? Are they, do I want to separate it by topics, by people's age, by where they are, where they live, where they're from, you know, all that sort of stuff becomes important. And then preferences. So you can then look at a topic and go, okay, well, what do they prefer? What are they following? Who are they following? What are they talking about? What are they, you know, what's important to them? What are they sharing? What are the URLs that they, what are their news sources? Mm. You know, you begin to paint this really big picture and then that enables you to plan. So you get all this data in this big map and start to go, okay, I'm a human. I'm going to bring my own intelligence and understand this. Okay, data, you stop now. You've done your job. I've got these great observations how what is the what is the insight what am i looking at here and how can i develop a response or who who needs to respond to this is this a is this something where we really aggressively need to cut price on a promotion you know run a promotion in a store and you know really get people to try this stuff first because actually trying it's going to be the biggest thing or do we need to run do we need to build our brand because we're actually totally not present with this particular segment and it represents a huge business opportunity or are they not using our product properly is there something out there that suggests that they're not doing something right and this enables then like me that means media creative strategy product new product development etc can all be invested in this process and it becomes just that those simple six steps identify monitor track segment preference and plan that's it that's all you need to do Although it sounds very easy, obviously you need the right ways of getting that information to begin with, but it really starts to understand it. And the best way that I can talk about this quickly is just understanding that if you look at a creator, so you might not necessarily have the access to this information like I, I might have access to, but by looking at creators, you begin to understand a lot of those six points that I just talked about. And this is where you can start to sort of look at 
what is that creator doing? What's the objective of their content? How could I apply what they're doing to a marketing context instead of just making content for people to consume? So is, does it affect how I reach people? Do I need to, ed, ed, are they doing a really great job at educating people? Like what can I learn from that engagement on a really qualitative, just watching, looking at comments, you know, all that sort of stuff can give you a good idea if you don't have access to this kind of stuff, you know, and then you can start to look at the science of, of creator selection. So like, start to look at different creators and go, okay, so if I was going to actually work with that person, why would I work with them? And what, what, what value judgments can I make about how they make the content and what their audience appears to be interested in just from a brief qualitative search? You know, you don't necessarily need to bring in all the tools on top of that. And what that enables you to do is really understand, okay, so this is what they're doing on a broad scale. I need to know a bit more about that. And then you could actually leverage if you're a marketer, your existing sort of agency relationships, can you try and find out more research? You give it, you know, a more defined brief just from those observations as well. So there's a lot of different dimensions to audience first, but you know, if you're really going to do it properly, those six steps that I described are the, the best way to start that. The takeaway from this episode is that if we can get the right information on our audience, we can more effectively identify, monitor, track, preference, segment, and plan. And all of these create better understanding on our part. You can get in touch with me across the socials at the JamesCast or james at the jamescast.com. And get in touch with me, Paul, through d-a.co or otherwise email me at paul.kelly at d-a.co. Thanks for listening.